You ready? What's up, D? What's up? You ready? I'm ready. Testing out the mic. One, two, one, two. Three, four, five, six. Will they be able to hear all three of us if it's just like? I don't know. Let's see. I wonder if they can hear. I'm not going. We recording right now. So on that note. Actually, Wednesday we record on Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> but for you it's Wednesday because exactly. you should be listening when it comes out on Wednesday on, on your way to work on at the gym route, on your lunch break or in a room full of people at the same time. That would be tight as fuck. Yeah, that would be kind of tight, huh? And then just judging, just judge us, just talk shit. I'm with all that. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> hey, whatever you do, just listen. It, it's yeah, that's it. So, um, so today, right? We um, we had a guest. Like we were hyped. We were like, yes, we, <laughs> we got two guests set up. Yeah. Like we had one this week. We had one for next week. So this one, it was supposed to be. Um, we still got the one for next week, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, we good. That's still we, we we good. We look, man. I'm just hopeful. All right, you know, shit happens. <laughs> but we got um. So yeah, we, the the guy that we thought we had would have been dope. He's uh, was an older black gay gentleman who was gonna you know give us some little history on how it was being a black gay male in the thirties and forties. Oh my god! I'm just saying, <laughs> nah, but the fuck nah, in the eighties um, and nineties and just the progression and what he's seen, you know, yeah. the changes that he's that he's seen in society. And also just... Um, that would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been And also dope. as a black dude going through all this, you know. Yep. So, yeah. It was... Man, I was excited about it. I really wanted to get the, get, get some history, And man. then what happened? Um, backed out. It's all... Look, <laughs> this is... um, I'm never gonna... Like, this is not... I would never diss the man for backing out. You know, we may have him one day. I don't know. But <laughs> this is a... I mean, this is really tough for some people to, to talk about. Yeah. I mean, so I can't... I, I have never gone through it. Um, and I don't know how hard it was for him growing up at a time where this was completely unacceptable. It just shows you that the power of that fear. Like, it, it runs very deep. Yeah, Our honestly. generation is lucky yeah. as fuck. It, I, just talking to him, I could tell that it was, uh, it was rough. It was something that he was really thinking about and really struggling with talking about. I mean... There was some questions, and if you if you saw the questions, I, I believe anybody, all the guests would think they were pretty basic. Mm-hmm. But um, yo, it made him think about a lot of stuff, and it he was a little worried about uh, discussing it on air. Um, so yeah, on that note, 
We have Deodis. A replacement our, gay. Our, our, <laughs> Deodis is definitely our replacement gay right now. A substitute gay. All right. Um, yeah, man. What's up, Deodis? What's up? I feel honored to be your replacement. Um, yeah, you know, I hold the gay torch for whoever want to see it. And um, yeah, I'll be there. Wait, what? Yeah. The, gay the, gay torch, torch. the gay torch, man. He's oh, That sounds suggestive, Deodis. <laughs> Hey, uh, D was actually there for our first uh, episode. He was. Um, his voice and everything. He, he said something. I, I remember that. Yeah. Mostly laughing at y'all, but yeah, yeah it yeah. was audible. You could hear him in there. Yeah, <laughs> man. He's definitely been one of our biggest supporters. And um, man, love this dude, man. He's always there for us, just like he's there. For, he's here for us right now. And um. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do our normal thing, you know, talk about some uh, what's going on, and uh, we had a topic that we wanted to discuss last week, and I think I want to get right to it, man, because it's so important. Die writing. So, um, we, uh, me and John have only known each other for a few months, and I remember we got into a discussion about um, black men and their emotions, and how it's really tearing us apart. Because we're not letting shit go. We're not talking about it. We're not communicating at all mm-hmm. about how we feel about things. And um, one of the questions like we want to talk about was why do black why are black men so scared to be vulnerable? Mm-hmm. And another question, does it make you soft for De- showing your emotions? Define soft. Soft mean oh shit, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um you know, so, we, you know we the the facts driven generation and shit. <laughs> so does it make you less of a man? Right. To be vulnerable. To be vulnerable or yeah, to, yeah, to, to release emotions, to cry, mm-hmm. to tell people you love them, to express how much you care for someone, to express fear, shit. Mm-hmm. Because I, I will say growing up. Man, I not from my parents, but from my big cousins and brothers. Like we, we were supposed to hold that in. Like, what yeah. you crying for? Mm-hmm. What you know? Don't yep. sh- let, don't let nobody see your weaknesses. Well, yep. I think that comes from like where you've been brought up at too. Like the like being in a black community where you can't show any weakness mm-hmm. or vulnerability because after you're weak, you're beat. You know, you're your target. You're a target, right? And it's almost like a jail mentality. T- tell them, uh, tell no, them a little bit about yourself just real quick. Like, where are you from? Where did you grow up? You know, because yeah. um, that might give some context. Right, right. <laughs> um, right. My name is Diotis. I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, Shaw Town. In the projects. Le- Leclerc Courts, 43rd and Cicero. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, whoa, buddy. Yeah, man. Like Inglewood, Inglewood in Chicago. Grew up in there too, and um, yeah, it was rough, and it was rough. Way more so hadn't who I was. I was a completely different person, and didn't know that that changed everything about me. Like I didn't know how much it was wearing on me to man. I hear you to literally be someone else every single day. Yep. And to this day, I think about it, and I can't even fathom. That it's insane. It's right? insane like, that I would think back I, to that person you were. Right, like, that how I even did I do that. How did I do that every day, all the way up to my early twenties? Like, mm-hmm. like how? And 
Man, yeah. Just... It's almost like a thing where, like, once the seal is broken, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no going back. For sure. Like, I could, I could never go back. And, yeah, I mean, all of those trying situations and moments and environments, of course, it made me, you know, everything of who I am now, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't give any of it back. But, yeah, definitely you, have some stories. So, you growing up in Chicago, how important was it for you to not ever look weak? Um... It was extremely, <laughs> extremely important, which, you know, like growing up, I was um, the, the the most offensive thing you can call me was anything that was related to being gay. Like, I, you know, you could have called me fat, stupid, ugly, anything else like, oh, I come back from mm-hmm. that. That's fine. Like, I can do that. But if you said something about me being gay, Man. a.k.a. vulnerable, a.k.a. weak, a.k.a., you know, stripped of your masculinity, it it made me feel like I lost. Like I was losing putting this facade on that I knew was fake and knew that wasn't me even from a very young kid. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Damn, so that, you saying that, I mean, kind of, you can compare that with just anybody showing, you know, some kind of, any any kind of weakness that people, that the, uh, that people can just attack. Because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about emotions right now, right? Right. We're talking about how, like, I I remember as a in elementary school crying because my dad had to, um, <laughs> my dad left me at school. I was used to, I was wanting to keep hanging out with my dad. Mm-hmm. So I cried for the first three days of him dropping me off. And the funny thing, I remember... I remember kids laughing at me, and thing was, I was ready to fight. So you ain't gonna laugh too much. But that's what we, it's like. That's like that, that's, that's defense like, mechanism. That's like defense right mechanism. That's that's definitely mm-hmm. my defense mechanism. Mechanism. Right. If you catch me crying, mm-hmm. you better not say nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have an example like that. I really saw how how hard it was to show emotions. Definitely. Um, yeah. My brother passed away. Mm-hmm. Like that was a, that's that was the hardest time of my life. My brother passing away. And I remember, I remember calling my big cousin. Me and my cousin were real close, and uh, I wanted to call him and just I just wanted to cry and tell him everything that was going on in my head, everything that I was feeling about my brother dying. You now, cause I, I shit, my dumb ass went and walked and you know, went to the spot where my brother was laying and just looked at like I looked at it so I could see if he was really gone. That shit oh. fucked me up. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and he was there, and he saw me do it. He's like, man, you stupid ass, why you do that? So, he was somebody I needed to talk to, and I called, and he didn't answer. And when he called back, I didn't answer, because I was, no, I think I, no, I did answer. I answered, I was just, he was just like, what's good? I was like, oh, nothing, man, I forgot what I was going to ask you. I wasn't, I had a moment yeah, where I wanted yeah. to express it, then I couldn't. I couldn't express it with any male, mm-hmm. any other male in my life. I could not express how much I was going through. Now, the women in my life, I was okay. You know, certain women in my life, I was okay with, you know, crying with them. Right. And being a little vulnerable. Because at the end of the day, you're human. Like, everybody has to have, even as thug as you might be, you You gotta gotta have have one person at least. Somebody. Bro, I remember when I was walking up to speak about my brother at the funeral, and I was so, like, I had two homeboys at the time that walked up there with me, and I was so mad. Like, I never told them this. I never told them I was mad at them for... For um, coming up there and standing with me, 
But I, they came up there and they stood with me to show support. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, why the fuck y'all up here with me? I, don't, I, don't, I look weak now. I stand alone. Like, like I don't I'm need good. nobody. Yeah. Like, I don't want nobody thinking that hmm. I can't do this on my own. Hmm. And uh, yeah, man. But I'm, I, I, we talked about this because I feel like I'm getting better. I'm expressing this more, like, even if it's through writing hmm. or through, you know, shit, a fucking Facebook post. Yeah. I want all these brothers to know, like, uh, I'm definitely here to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, if you're going through anything, I'm not gonna judge you for any of that. Like talk to me. Like what the fuck? I'm gonna I'm gonna judge you for some human reaction. Exactly. This is life. Exactly. We all go through it. We all lost somebody and hurt. Shit. I've been hurt by women, <laughs> and I've been in my feelings. It's, We've all been through it. it. You know what's so crazy though? Like even though. I mean, just like Diotis, like I had to, you know, hide who I truly was most of my childhood into some of my adulthood. And like, I feel like even, even in that, I don't know if it was because I'm partially a psychopath and just don't know the danger that I'm in sometimes, but like, it would be times when like dudes are trying to fight me and I would like talk them down. Mm-hmm. Like, like almost like therapist type shit like I done had like gangsta ass motherfuckers like man I don't give a fuck about none of that shit you dating my sister which is funny in itself and <laughs> you you dating my sister and yada 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 and I don't know what that was about me as like a 9 10 year old for me to be like man do we even need to do all of this like trying to like level with them and even they would like look confused like the fuck are you talking about like yeah. and ha- most of the time actually the fight just wouldn't even happen they'd just be like Damn, yeah, you're right, I guess, and shit. <laughs> you smart as fuck, John. You smart. <laughs> or I like try to be funny or something and like right. but then other times you just had to fight and like you had to prove, you know what I'm saying? I remember one time I fucking ran my ass home from a fight and like most black mothers, you bring your ass in here after you got your ass whooped, I'm sending you back outside so you can I'm gonna whoop your ass and then I'm gonna send you back out there so you can whoop their ass. So it was exactly how that happened. I like came aside and she, my aunt and my mom. I tried to play it off like I was cool. They were like, "Why are you breathing so hard? Why, why, why are you ran aside like that?" Mm-hmm. My mom and my aunt are like, "Geez, like they are like gangsters, but like used to tote guns on their waist type gangster." And they would just get your ass back out there and fight. So like that shit has had to happen. I've had to like live through that, but I've <laughs> never lived through that. <laughs> I, I always. And then I, I made it my strength almost, like the fact that I was always vulnerable and willing to show emotions. Like mm-hmm. by the time high school rolled around, because I was like, I guess, a popular person, I could do shit and, and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like I could break down crying over some stupid shit and like people would be like, damn, that's real mm-hmm. as fuck. And that's very rare. That yeah. does not happen. That's not most people's story. But yeah. I, I just learned at an early age how to mind fuck people I guess yeah. and that even if you're this big bad motherfucker you still got a soft spot so I don't know but my defense was mostly uh, like you mentioned comedy like mm-hmm. I would sit there and you know well, in Chicago I don't know if y'all, like we like I'm gonna gun these shoes on you or like you know like oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know like, I'm gonna like, go in your ass dozens, right. I'm gonna go in on your ass and like now you're so embarrassed that you either just don't want to be there or you really want to fight so yeah. that's the you know it's a danger now cause you is no in between but yeah it's like I, I think what that shows too though is like even though everybody's trying to be their gangster self or like their tough guy persona everybody at their core kind of needs that kind of like like somebody to, to to not be also angry as fuck like them somebody to kind of <laughs> be balance. like that exit like mm-hmm. show them like oh shit I guess 
you can kind of be tough and not fight every single fucking mm-hmm. person you come across or like it, it just shut like everybody has a soft spot basically. everybody yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying like everybody has an achilles heel and like comedy just i mean a lot of niggas way out of that was comedy shit i mean mm-hmm. many comedians talk about that shit like i used to joke yeah. myself out of ass women all the time i was fat as hell so you know <laughs> yeah, me too. that's me all too. i can do it's like you know, stop talking about my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh Fuck my you, god! Man. Like, Yo, that's fucking you hilarious. Your mama was sucking on these the other day. Oh, so whoa, we gonna, whoa, you know, whoa. Right. okay, Dio. This this is a family I'm, program. It's all right? not talk about. So you just tune it. talk about it. Just tone that the fuck talk down. About it. I apologize. What she sucking on your nipples? Oh, nobody sucking on my nipples. It's just that you oh. know, I just want to create that <laughs> illusion yeah, for that man. moment that I was make upset. Him, make him know? think of. That she might like, have been. Put the put the vision in his yeah, head. Yeah, do that. Um, that was funny. I I got ex- another example. With my brother, man, like when he was. Uh, I remember the day I was graduating from high school. Me and my brother took a ride somewhere, and he just started talking about like how he was tired of getting in trouble, tired of going to prison. Mm. He just wanted to change his life, and he started crying like. He started crying and I started crying. Damn. We this, for one, this should have happened to us a couple times. So <laughs> I remember he, he started crying. So y'all was a crying ass he, nigga. He was like, he was like, man, I just can't, I just can't keep right. And then we're driving. He's we we stop. He stops crying. I stop crying. We start driving, and um, he sees a car, and he's like. Oh man, I can steal that real easy. I'm like, <laughs> like then, you see how quick and then, and then, oh, he, he goes, he goes, fuck, I can't get right. Shit. <laughs> man, another time we were uh on my way, we were walking into my aunt's funeral, walking up the steps to the church. I'm like 14 years old. My brother was 13 years older than me, so he was 27. We walking up the stairs, going into the church. He looks at me. He's like, hey, homie, you better not go. We walking in, you better not cry. It's like, man, I ain't crying. As soon as I walked up in that bitch. Boo-hoo. I mean, And yeah. he looked at me. He's like, fuck you. And started crying just like me. It was the funniest shit. We That's cried. why he didn't want your ass to right. cry. We, we cried. Don't give me no reason to cry, too. Look, we cried. Wait, what, was your, what was happening in the church? It was a funeral? It was my, it was my aunt's funeral, yeah. Oh, that was Man, we cried for the entire, entire funeral. But you know why, though? Not only did that hurt, naturally, because it's your aunt, but those were all the tears mm-hmm. that y'all don't that you don't let out. Like if you ever think back, like it would, it would be times when you break down or some shit, and you're like, "Why am I crying so, so much?" No, it's a physical. And it's like yeah. it's you need to get it yeah. out of you. Like you need to get that pain off you, dog. It's crazy, and uh, it's just not crying, man. Like it's love, like showing mm-hmm. love, showing affection. Yeah. Like we got we got babies and ki- we got kids who aren't aren't getting no love. They don't have a mother or father that hugs them. That's some bullshit, yo. Mm. Like, if you got some kids and shit, hug them motherfuckers, man. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you know how many kids talk about the fact that their mama ain't never hugged yeah, them? And, and, and that is that's real. On so shit, many man. levels, that's going to that's gonna really mess you up. Like, Dude, you fucking them up for future relationships. Yeah, for, for sure. And not even just, like, relationships, just relations in general with people. Yeah. Like, they just don't know how to, to exude their feelings or how to even accept feelings if they ain't never had yeah, those type of except, examples. Especially accept them. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing hugging me? Right. Get out of my pocket. What is this? You, you, know? you want something? I think uh, about how, like, because, you know, I grew up in a single... My mom raised me and my brother, my brother right. and I. 
And my brother's eight years older. And like I said, we grew up through the projects. And so I don't know what, I, you know, my brother ended up taking more after the streets. And I was more of like, you know, did what I was told. Yeah. And we had different fathers. And, I, you know, I realized, I feel like as a grown ass man, almost 30, like I'm just now realizing, because at first I thought I was completely fine. And, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't need a father, you know, like right, right. everything was being fulfilled. Um, I didn't know how much I didn't have until I was like around other people who had, you know, like I was fine. And that's how I be. And um, about three years ago, my father passed and I knew of him. I knew where he was. You know, he had, you know, his whole family going on. And not until I was guilty. I felt guilty because I realized I was mad. I was finally mad at him for dying because I mm-hmm. felt like he got rid of my opportunity to learn more about myself. Exactly. And I was and and, and tying that back to like, um, you know, the, the, the physicality of like having that parent in your life and being hugged by that parent and like the absence of that parent, like what that does to you and what type of voice that leaves for you is, you know, a black male. Yeah. You know, you have no examples of what something's supposed to look like. And, you know, I grew up, I didn't grow up around kids. I grew up around adults the entire time. So, Mm -hmm. um, not until now, it's like I'm really realizing yeah, that, that has. I mean, that even, I mean, that even lends, lends to, I mean, the idea of like, black mental health mm-hmm. like when you're taught these very unproductive and unhealthy ways to like deal with your emotions especially as a man but not even just men like just black women too like the black community like when you're taught these these non tools of dealing with like <laughs> shit that goes on in your head or your emotions like what do you do with all of that you know what i'm saying like a lot of my white friends, they've been prescribed mm-hmm. with shit since they were teenagers, or like, yeah. which isn't necessarily the way to go. Please do not just like self medicate and like over medicate your children. But at the same but time, they had those resources. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was being talked about. They know what their issue is, they know coping mechanisms. Exactly. These are important fucking things yeah. to, to have as you mature into adulthood Mm -hmm. as you become a man as you become a black man in fucking america like all the shit you have to deal with on a daily anyway you know what i'm saying how do you what you know what i'm saying we don't got nothing to deal with all of that like besides basketball or like sports Mm -hmm. like that's like an outlet and that wasn't music yeah and then i wasn't into i wasn't doing any of that or wasn't being pushed to do any of that and so a lot of me being depressed about my weight at the time, being depressed about who I was, Mm -hmm. because I knew I was gay. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I had no way of dealing with that. And the only way that my young man at the time knew was just to suppress that. Did you you identify at that time that it was like a type of depression? At the time, I kept feeling like, and then again, like, you know, I feel like I wasn't dealing with it as a child supposed mm-hmm. to because, I, I, you know, just being around adults all the time, just overthinking it. I just kept feeling like, okay, this is the truth of the matter. I am gay. I am upset with my life. I'm going to keep pushing that. I, it's keeps, I keep pushing it forward to have to deal with it later. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And even with being gay, like I knew, I didn't, knew, I didn't know what gay was at seven years old, but I knew, thinking back, I knew like, 
I had my first girlfriend at seven, mm-hmm. and I and I and at the time I remember not understanding why everybody else in my class is more excited about that than I am. I kind of don't want this, right, like, right. and I'm like, and and and, and friends that I had that were boys. I didn't know at the time that I was liking them in different ways mm-hmm. and what that was. Man, listen. <laughs> and by the time I was like nine, and again, like my mom was very honest about what things were. So I knew, I found out we're gay mad, and especially yeah, yeah. when you have enough people calling you that. Right. And then I remember like actually saying this to myself, oh, I might be gay. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I'm Doesn't dealing with it later. Fucking it stomach makes sink me, when that, it, it that makes, when you come to that realization. It makes me shrink. Whew. Like when I you just, finally say it out loud to yourself. How old were you when you said that? I was like nine years old. Okay. Mm. And I was like, I'm just gonna deal with it when I have to deal with it. I do it, and I looked up, and I was in high school, and I'm like, okay, people are starting to have sex, or what I'm gonna do? Okay, I had to deal with it. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I would do I'm, I'm, okay wait okay so you know like I feel like I'm stunted in so many ways because I skipped my entire high school of like when you're supposed to be developing mm. that type of intimate situation with yourself or how yeah. to be in a relationship with people like those are all lessons I feel like I learned later in my 20s and you know somebody told me when you're gay in high school there's two ways you can deal with it and it's like usually, you know, people just, you know, come to terms with it. I'm gay. Let me let everybody know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or you take a step back and you kind of like fall on all of your other man, traits and man. stuff. Oh, to my like, God. That's kind of like Woo. to kind of push you along. Like, and you leave that void within you still because you don't yep. know how yep. to be with a person or anything. And, yeah. and so you skate through that. Hopefully you have the most minimum people calling you gay, because hopefully you know you're sitting there and convincing these people, mm-hmm. even or, though or you have an elite group of homegirls who are fighting hard as hell for you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to black women for sure, like, man. Like, I definitely like, had that. Oh my god, people, man, like, these hating ass motherfuckers calling John gay and shit. Fuck you, fuck you, man. You ain't like, no what? bitch. I'm like, oh, guys, calm down. <laughs> like, you can't say that part, but in your mind, you're like, oh, don't go so hard. I might come out one day. <laughs> Man. All right. So, um, you talk about trying to hide it, trying to convince people that, trying to convince people that you were straight. Growing up, from like, what what grades do you remember? What's the earliest you can remember people assuming that you may be gay? My very first remembrance of that is third grade. I was eight years old. And particularly that day, what was what's ironic is that there was these uh, girls was jumping rope. And at the time, you know, I knew like jumping rope was a girl's thing. And mm-hmm. I always wanted to do it. I was so good at it. I never tried it. I wanted to do it. So <laughs> I was like, how could I not? And it's things like that, for instance. Like, I never even tried jumping rope mm-hmm. because I knew it was a girl thing. And right, I knew right. that I, anti, I wanted to be that so hard. That I wouldn't even try it, like Damn. even as a because you knew you were that kid, like even as <laughs> <laughs> you knew you was gonna slay them holes off the playground. Even even as a kid that young, I was still that adamant about hiding it that I feel like it get, gave me some like foresight of how hard I would try in the future. But in any case, the first time the first time I knew or the first time somebody called me that. I uh, we had a recess. I suppressed myself from playing the, the jump rope, <laughs> and we're lining up. 
to go back into uh, the school and I don't know why this conversation was up or what like what made these girls say this behind me but all I remember is like well I know because he got a little sugar in his tank and they was talking about me in third grade right and I'm like Bruh. that was my first and I remember that and I Bruh. and I, I don't have any earlier remembrance of that before and outside of that it was mostly like family you know shit. what sucks so, about so- that Go ahead. And just real quick, you know what sucks about that is when you think you have created the yes. most convincing, <laughs> like especially at this point, it was like high school for me. By tenth grade, I was dating all the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. I was stealing niggas' bitches. <laughs> I thought I was on top. There's no way I was gay, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was this one girl named Shauna. I will never forget. I don't know how or why she saw through all, all of that, that shit. Uh, In the middle of her eating her fucking greasy ass <laughs> chicken wings at lunch one day, she was just like. <laughs> John Knight, <laughs> oh my goodness, no. You might have all these other motherfuckers fooled, but you will come out in college, watch. And got up from the table, and it, when I tell you nothing drove me more crazy in my life, because it's like when I'm at the height of my popularity, I was like, how the fuck dare you, bitch? I ain't gay. Like, how the fuck? This is hilarious. <laughs> and it still wasn't working. It still didn't fool everybody. It drives you crazy. Oh, shit. Yo, do you know her now? Not well, nah, nah, nah. I, I know of her. She back home, but if I ever run into her, I'm gonna I'm definitely joke about that shit with her. I'm like, I <laughs> Yo, wanted you I really, hated you when you said that. I really want to hear that. I really want that conversation. She's like, <laughs> you might have these other the school, but you gay. <laughs> so, you, so you said your family would say stuff like, what? What do you remember from like, like where would it come from? Your uncles, your cousins. Mm. Well, um. I remember my God, okay, so like, I didn't have, like, I, it was just my mom, my brother, and I. My mom grew up through the foster system, so we didn't have, like, a big family. But it was like, my godmother and her family are people who I grew up with. And they were like, I mean, just the most definition of hood fab that you can even have. So, <laughs> imagine growing up through that. And, you know, when I would go over their houses, you would just hear, like, you know, who I would consider cousins and stuff. Just be like, why you walk like that? Like, why, oh why you talk like that? Or... And a, a, some of it wasn't even so much of me doing what would be considered gay things. It's that I may articulate in my words a little more or, you know, what they would consider like white mm-hmm. things or things mm-hmm. that they thought was, was like, yeah, better than it. Which is so, you know, ironic again, because I came from the projects and we were all in the fucking projects. Like, what are you talking about? But I don't know. Like, and wait, what was the question? Oh right, right, and so yeah, they they would, you know, make sure I pointed out, and I and sometimes I would catch like my brother like fighting the fight for me, like mm-hmm. or he, he, my godmother brothers would say little things, and you know, my mom told me though when I was you know little, she had that conversation with my godmother. She was like, "Do you think that maybe?" They, and they kept completing each other's sentences, <laughs> and then they were like, "Well, yeah, he might." And you're like, well, okay. Oh, they had that conversation. They had that conversation. That when is, I was, yo, when your mama was real. When I was that young. That's funny, man, because my grandmother, I remember my mom told me that my grandmother said that my uh, my cousin was gay. And he was a little ass kid. Yep. Like a little kid, like maybe like eight or something. And she was like, yeah, your grandma, like she told me later on when we found <laughs> out he was gay. She's like, your grandma said he was gay when he was a little kid. And I was like, like I, I love him to death, man. But you know, he he was he definitely wasn't doing like a lot of stuff that me and the other boys were doing. Right. But uh, and see, that's why I'm like, you know, like to this, you know, I I be you know I be wanting to let people know, 
you know, it's still something that I'm growing with and learning to myself because I still have little, t- you know, ticks that's hard for me. Like if I if I be around a really flamboyant gay dude, yeah, you told me that. Like it's hard for me to do that because. Or it's hard for me to be around it. It's something in me. I don't know. And it's like, I hate like it. People, you feel like people watching you. Exactly. You like and associating with that. Yeah. And it's like, it's still yeah. hard. Like, I don't want to to wear on my face or in everything mm-hmm. of me that instantly you know that I'm gay. Instantly. And like, and it's still like, still getting to that point where it really don't, that I really don't give a fuck about it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, you got to grow into progress. It. And, and, and sometimes I have to remind my, myself even like, I didn't come out that long ago. That too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I mean, be right. that part of myself. I came out when I was, How long was 22, 20? when I was 28. Like, that's not... Yeah, that's not I came out at 22, <laughs> too, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 22. And when I came out, I remember I came out... <laughs> I gave myself a little trip for graduating college and told myself, <laughs> you know, we're going to go to Miami. Went to Miami with, like, my close group of friends. One of those friends were a boyfriend, but the rest of the friends didn't know it. Oh, shit. And he was the first boy that I ever did anything with right after me having a girlfriend. Right. Like, because, you know, I had never. So, anyways, what happened, long story short, I come, you know, in the drunken slumber along the beach <laughs> like we literally was skinny dipping in the moonlight like <laughs> I'm, I'm boohoo slobbering crying i told everybody i was gay oh. and first everybody started slobbering crying. And i had like two straight dudes that was you know with me at the um you know where we were at and they and they were like we already knew we just been waiting on you and like and it's almost like they're happy that you they so happy that i oh, was God, and like God. after coming out like overall it just mm. was more of an upsetting experience for me because I just felt like I embarrassed myself for years because it's like I wasn't convincing anybody. <laughs> like, not one goddamn person. And it was just like, what was all that for? For ever, for years. And it's just like, I can't, I told my mom, so on college, the day my mom came into town to go to my graduation, I'm sweating. Like, I'm gonna tell my mom that I'm gay. Mm. And I did it in passing in a way. She's like, you know, I had to get to my graduation first, of course. So she's like, I'm about to leave out. I'm about to leave out. So she's in the shower. And I'm like, okay. Oh, shit. And so I'm checking myself out in the mirror before I leave out. And I'm like, mom, meet you at the graduation. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I got, mom, I got something I need to tell you real quick before I leave. She's like, what? And I'm like, "Um, I I don't know, you know, how to say this or, you know, what to say. But, and I'm just sitting there, just driving it all out. And it's like, well... I'm gay. And at the time, it was just was hard to say it. Oh, my like, God. No, Just I to know. say it. Like, mm. And so, you know that sound when, like, the water is hitting your body? And she must have took a step forward. I was in the water because you heard the water plop. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> it was like these four seconds of silence. No. And then she popped her head out the shower curtain with her shower cap with this, like, and I just, I just remember looking because it was like a look I've never seen before. It was like this very like nervous smile, like really. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, you know, my, you can tell me how you really feel. Believe me, I can take it. Like, Why you, know, you I are so much bolder than me? And mm. she says, she said, and it still makes me like. She was like. And my mom always calls me D, but she's like, D, Otis, I've known you was gay since you was seven. And I was like, and that's the same age I knew that I that I knew. You know, like. I would have brought down crying right then. <laughs> you think I, I did? When my eyes about to be swollen for graduation. <laughs> and I'm like, how did you know? 
And she was like, well, for one, that whole Katie thing just didn't make any sense. And Katie was the previous I girlfriend that I had. All right. And she, All right. And We're going to get to Katie. We're going to get to Katie. <laughs> and then she was like, uh, I just felt all while you was growing up, you know, you never was flamboyant with anything. It was, nothing, it was nothing about you physically that would do anything. It was just like, you would just care how my hair looked or how mm-hmm. I dressed <laughs> more than I would care. Like, you, you know, you know, you know, you just never... Had any mind to tell you, Ma, that don't look right. You need to do that. And, and I was like, hmm. And it was just... <laughs> and it was just like... It was just little things here and there. And then that's when she told me how she had that conversation with my godmother. And, and you know, it was that like... interesting. You know, and then I just always... You know, then I had the conversation with your brother when he was a teenager. Like, how would you feel if your brother was gay? Wow. And Mama was on top of it. That's what's up. And, you know, my, my brother is super hood, but he, you know... Because we were such a small family, it was just like mm-hmm. family was just first, and it was just like, what? I don't. I mean, I don't care. That's my brother. Like, I'm a love. Isn't, you know? that, isn't and that's that shocking a, though? Even though it shouldn't shock you, because like, it, that's I know. Your brother, like when my it, brother stood up for me, I was like, what? And like, I never knew that was there. Right. Also, but also, you guys have heard so many stories on the other side of that. that you know mm-hmm. where. They weren't accepting. Yeah, right. You absolutely. Know, they're like, I sure. ain't got no brother no more. Yeah. So when you hear stuff like that, of course it's gonna make you sure. nervous. Definitely. Man, I I want the listeners to know the emotions that I'm seeing from these fellas right now, the way they're reacting, like because I don't have this experience. Like I don't know how this feels. Like you can tell that there was like a sense of freedom that they never felt in their lives. Like they can't even explain it. Like you could tell by their reaction, (laughs) by John's reaction to Diotis' story. Like, it's like, he's getting a new breath right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's my book dropping this fall. A new breath. (laughs) A new breath. I like that. I have a a suede denim cover. It's it's like, it's like when a, it's like when another black man tells you, how he made it or how he mm. his dealings with the police and or his you know just anything that you can relate to and it's like damn bro yeah. I, I feel that's you that's my story and that's man, why it's I'm, important to tell that's why stories. it's so that's why I, that's why this podcast is so important to me so important to John and I hope that it's like having a good effect on you know the listeners and you know people need to hear this and if, if there's mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't have the strength yet to come out mm-hmm. and let folks know there are other people here, man. Shit. That's what made me so upset with myself is that I knew all the people that was renegades and came out when they was mm-hmm. in high school and I didn't have the courage to do that. And then I do. And I realized I had nothing to worry about. In the, like, I had a totally accepting family. Like, I had yeah. everything that they needed and I still was that much of a coward. Well, listen, you, you know, weren't a coward because yeah, you, you at least came out to your mama yeah. in person. Duh. I wait, sent wait. her an email. <laughs> an email! No! Not a text! No! <laughs> My nigga, it was like, I was working at Red Lobster. I was still living in D.C. And I was about to go to work. And at this point, how I came out was like, it was like December 20, 2011. I came out to like most of my friends. Yeah. And then it was the beginning of 2012 and I was like, I have to, I have to come out to my mom. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is, it's crucial at this point. Um, and then my homegirl's at the house. She was kicking it with me, and we chilling or whatever. And I'm like, the whole time she's talking to me, I'm clearly not paying attention because I'm typing something oh, furiously. Yeah. I'm just typing yeah. on my little BlackBerry phone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, I put my phone down after I sent it, 
Because oh. I sent her this long letter about, you know, I came out through that because I didn't want her to stop me. I didn't want her to interrupt me. My mom, right. was, my mom was very dramatic and very crazy. <laughs> so I was like, I need to be able to get it all out so she can see it and understand it right. at least. Yeah. Anyhow, I put my phone down and I just, I guess I had this like shell shot look on my face. And Courtney finally was just like, John, are you okay? And the minute she asked, you know, if somebody asks you, what, are you okay when you're not okay? Boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just came out to my mom. She's just like, like what? Whoa. How? I was just, I just sent her an email, and she even like chuckled. She's like, what? Just like, it's the only way I know how to do it. And then she just, she just like held me, and we just sat there. And she was like, it's gonna be fine. Man. Don't trip. And I turned my phone off. Yeah. And I went to work. Wow. And I worked my entire shift. And I like at the end of my shift, I was like. All right. I turned my phone back on and I just waited. I waited. You know, you wait. Right. Man, so many fucking messages. Like, yeah. none of them were what she wanted to say. They were all just like, call me. Call me now. I need to hear your voice. I'm worried. Call me. Yeah. I need to talk to you. And I finally called her and like, that's, you know, we, we talked and she's crying on the phone. Of course, the first question she's asking, did anyone touch you when you were a child? Mm. Is this my fault? Did I leave anyone around you that may have... <laughs> and, that, and that from that point forward, it just became like an educating her type of thing. Right. And that yeah. was what I asked my mom is, you know, when I asked her, like, is there anything that you want to say? Like, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, you know, you know, this is, if, if I say anything, I guess I would be, I'm just a little disappointed that you're not going to give me like grandkids because I mm-hmm. feel like I gave you all my good genes. <laughs> like, you know, right, it's just right, like, right. I mean, that's something I deal with too, but. So you can still get some grandkids. No, after a while, I mean, after yeah, a while, you your mom was just out. like, "Okay, so I've done some research." <laughs> ah, she's a big researcher. Yeah, she. I was like, "All right, girl, calm down. I ain't even date nobody right now. Let's pump your brakes." Yeah, I, I, I really hope like a lot of the homies, man, a lot of y'all have like make that happen. There ain't no reason for y'all not to. You know, it's too much, mm-hmm. yeah. too many ways out here to make that happen. That's true. Get y'all some kids, man. Yeah. Y'all be some good dads. I'm gonna do that. Um. <laughs> I did have another question. Oh, this is because we've talked about this before. All right, so you had a girlfriend. Oh, I did. And how long were you with this oh girlfriend? We even lived together. Mm-hmm. I was with her for three years. God damn. About two, maybe almost three years. And um, I mean, you got to understand, like, back then, like, it was effort beyond the max. Like, it was just, I stood different, I walked different, I talked different. Like, Mm-hmm. Everything was an effort, and um, you know, and ugh, it's just—it's so, it's so funny when you like, saying this because like, when I met Diotis, I knew his game. Right? Like, was, like, <laughs> how the fuck did you hide this? Like when I first met John, I didn't—I don't think I knew like me at first, unless I think the homie told me. Mm-hmm. But Diotis for sure, I knew. Yeah. But you said, like, you really went hard. It was, like, real effort into hiding yeah. all that. It was. And um, I do, you know, it's, it's really scandalous because I feel like, because Katie, <laughs> Katie was white. Katie was white. Was and she? She was white. <laughs> and, you know, right, I have to be. theory. I'll say it after this. Go because ahead. I have to, like, be honest with myself and think on some type of level, I must have chose her because I was intimidated to be choosing somebody who was going to definitely see through that shit, aka a black woman. I say that all the time. Like, and we were friends for a while before. Like, she helped me uh, at the beginning. Like, I lost all that weight because of her. Like, all Mm -hmm. of that. You know, like, she was... Wait, where is uh, she now? 
She she listens. You know, Ohio. She just got proposed to this year. Oh. She told me about okay. it. I, okay. We never okay. had the conversation Girl. about uh, me being gay because when we broke up, we broke up with me being, still being like you know mm-hmm. deemed straight. So I know she heard through the grapevine. Deemed straight. Deemed straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I was with her for three years. I mean, we we almost had a baby. Like, damn, been there. Heavy shit, and That's crazy, I feel bad about it because. Oh, obvious, obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't fair for her because, like, the things that she thought she was going crazy about, you know, like, you know, I had, like, friends and I had some of those friends that were females. And it's like, for any, you know, heterosexual relationship, it's kind of like, why you got female friends, you know, they, she's not... I made her feel crazy for not trusting these female friends, uh, and it was like but the real reason, the real reason is, is you have nothing to worry, worry about. about but, right, because <laughs> yeah, especially because it wasn't just female friends; it would be like how close they were, you know, like yeah. and that's what make her uncomfortable. It's just like you should not be so entertained by you're either gay females. or cheating on me, right? You know, type of thing, and yeah, and <laughs> oh my god, and then don't even get started on like. <laughs> Forcing myself to have sex with her. Like, that's a whole other no, conversation. No, this is a conversation. No, okay, okay. What, what did you... Not, I ho- hopefully this isn't too, like, you know, invasive. But, like, what did you... Because, <laughs> like, every gay man who's had sex with women plays something <laughs> in their head. What's your... How did you get through that? It's... Okay. Because... Ugh. But no, it nah, was like praise the pussy. You know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. No, but, nah, no, yeah. say it, I, I mean, y'all be saying shit to me sometimes. I'll be like, not to me, but about stuff. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, that's just my reaction. Right. Like, well, you know, I mean, to be honest, I will say there's nothing, to, at least in my opinion, there's nothing that feels like a vagina, like your penis going in a vagina. Like, that is a specific. I'm like, dang. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I remember when that first you. happened. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what? Okay. Uh-huh. And that was so much pressure on it, too. Like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. Ooh, it happened. You know? But <laughs> I, I just, <clears throat> it was a chore, I would say, for me. Like, once, you know, once I got it in or what we're doing, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying this. This feels good. But, you know, which is, you know, draws me to, like, it is my belief, and I think, you know, I, I really feel like this is true. Like, I was born gay. I feel like most people are born gay. And I do think on some levels, to some, you know, in certain situations, people do choose. But I think there is a massive thing, more majority of, like, there is people being born gay. Because if I had the choice to this day, like, I would choose to be straight just because it'd be an easier life. And, you know, like, I I was given this life to have these type of, you know, battles and, you know, to make me who I'm going to be. But, you know, like, that would be the choice that I would choose if I I honestly had a choice for you out there who think there is a choice. But I forced myself to have intercourse with her. And when... It was time to do so. It was this whole mental, like, okay, let me rev myself up for this. <laughs> it was like, what sex shouldn't be for a person? A right. fucking chore. Exactly. Like, and, like, <laughs> we would, you know, we would do it. And it would be finished. And I know how some people, like, and while we were doing it, it was like I never could get, like, trying to imagine a man or... They never like 
I could never do that. Oh, I definitely that, did. that. That didn't do anything for me. It was like had all kind of dicks floating across my brain. It's like stay hard, stay hard, stay hard, stay hard, and you can do this. Stay hard. It's, it's mine. You can have it. You can, you know, it's fine. But yeah, um, I was about to say something. I just forgot. But it was like it was a it was a real effort, and. Um, I am very nosy in that way where I am happy that I tried it to know that I don't. Oh, this is what I was about to say is that I was so, the reason why I was with her for so long too and just in the closet in general so long is that I was stuck to the idea that if I didn't do the act of having sex with a male, then I'm not gay yet. Like, no matter how many ideas I have about it, no matter how much gay porn I'm watching, like, I haven't did the act yet so I'm not gay and I can't believe I held on to that so well it's like it's ridiculous this is what I was holding on to because I had had two slip ups and I still was like well I'm not gay (laughs) (laughs) I'm just freaking I'm just a freak I was with her all that time and I never did anything with a guy like ever good and she (laughs) she took my you know she took my virginity she doesn't know that or I doubt she's listening to this she is a white woman but like (laughs) (laughs) you know like she did that and then man yeah chick took my virginity too yeah I chick took yours but you know all of that is a little embarrassing for me to, to you know to divulge or I can't believe I did it but man that taught me so much about myself like you know I mean even on a just a relationship level mm-hmm. you know of course that was like that was my first relationship I ever had and I got and I was with her when I was like 21 20 20 21 that was my first right. relationship ever that was the first time I had sex that was my first anything like that and I feel like um it made me it forced me to like have to deal with being honest with myself eventually Absolutely. at some point Absolutely. like man but um yeah that happened and Immediately after we had finally broke up and I had told myself I cannot, you know, by the time we broke up, I was just uh, graduating college and I was trying to make my plans on moving here to L.A. And I just kept having this feeling that I cannot move to this different, this new stage in my life with this same baggage. And like, and that's what finally made me, you know, make the decision to come out. Okay. Okay. And then Joe, when did you come out? Um, what did you think about when you was? Um, I really, really want to know. I, I came, know your perspective. You I know. came out uh, when I was four. That's when I realized I really love women. Mm-hmm. I sucked some titties at four. Okay, true, true. and my dick got hard at, earlier than that. I remember looking at that like, mm. um, yeah. And I, was like, <laughs> I remember I used to get hard watching Splash. What is that? Daryl Hannah. <laughs> Daryl Hannah was a mermaid. You did say that. Daryl Hannah was a mermaid, and she like. (laughs) But wait, on another note, that just shows us to like how far shit has come. Like kids now, that would not get anyone off now. Right. Listen, you should just settle for a like even a a side move. Let me tell you what I got. Let me tell you the bullshit I used to get hard off of. I got hard off of a naked lady that fell off the out the building on lethal weapon. She was dead. (laughs) She oh, was dead. And I saw a titty. I saw a titty and my dick out. This shit, if y'all realize the shit, I would go. I mean, I remember jacking off to creep. 
TLC, TLC Creep. Creep. Yeah, because I mean, it was a sexy music video. I mean, no, but it, it wasn't was about the whole music video. It was just about the little titty that I saw from <laughs> T Boz when she went swinging in that little pajama shirt. Uh, it was so pajama shirt. I saw I a little can't. titty. I was like, oh, it's Jack off time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It's time. time. No, I got to get this out. Man. I would, dude, I would call, I would call the music, call to uh, order videos on a music jukebox. So I could record, pop that coochie. Yeah. So my, I had a whole videotape, video cassette of all these music videos of asses shaking. <laughs> I used to go to town on myself. Oh my Why God. did I say all this? Because I'm hoping it's about getting coming out. Yeah. yeah. I came out straight early on, man. Right, right. And um, and that's and that's another reason why I think people, you know, some people are born that way because there are those kids that you already know before sex has anything to do with it, like. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's like this is genetic makeup, man. Like, and yeah. that's real. Well, you free now, brother. I am free, you are and free. I, I'm f- we free. Oh. Welcome to the promised land. Hell to the yes, <laughs> like. Hell to the yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like I had another question for you. What the hell? It was something I wanted to ask. Okay, I can't remember now. Damn next it. week. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I did want to work. All right. So I know you, it was, you had a very small family, mm-hmm. but you also had friends of the family that you were close to, your yeah. godmother's family. Were there any other gay people around? That was the thing. Like, there wasn't. You, at least not apparent. You know, like, not apparent, at least. There like was. Right. I, I mean, I just. <laughs> Statistically. That was the thing. Like, even my godmother, she had a really close cousin who, like, had just died. Like, when I was really, really young and I had not met him, but it was like this whole, you know, hoopla that he was gay and that, you know, he got kicked out the house because he was and that, like, and, I, and it was like this whole, man, I really wish you would have met him. Like, she always said that, but no, I had nobody, which is why I was, you know, really, you know, before fascinated with um, hearing y'all story with who y'all, the guest y'all was going to have before, yeah. because I yeah. love like, just, I feel like I'm learning more about myself when I hear Man, what I can learn from like older gay the men. The gems that they can offer. Know. Which right. also, side note, if y'all haven't seen the documentary We Were Here, um, gay or straight, I think it's a very important fucking story to be told. It's, it's Netflix, about the, right? um, It's not on Netflix, but it is on YouTube, YouTube okay. funny enough. But um, it's called We Were Here. It's about the AIDS epidemic in San Francisco and how it like started and like swept the gay community and the nation. And it's just amazing storytelling from the men who survived that time period and all like a lot of those men like the saddest shit they'll say to you every time is like I have no friends because right. all of my friends died in the 80s that's, that is just horrifying. the saddest shit ever dog. to be a like, gay man at that time like yeah man like, oh, or what was that cool? David was like they went to a boring party a boring gay party why is everyone here boring it's like yeah everyone fun died exactly. it's like fuck damn like fuck like all the fun ones died, mm-hmm. and it's whew, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother segment, man. <laughs> that's a whole like, nother episode. So hey, um, D, we thank you. We know you got a role, man. We, nah, for I real. really, really so appreciate we, it. Man, this we appreciate. Man, look, I I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back, man, because pat that back, man. when. I found out that we weren't going to have the first guest. I said, man, why don't we just get D on? And 
it was like at first we were like, but he, you know, he's just gay. Like, John is gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, John is gay. So D, well, we all got But everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has has gone through something to get where they are now because society is very. We're, we're not there yet. Society mm-hmm. is not accepting yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a lot more accepting than they once were. That's why, damn, that story would have been good to hear about in the 70s, 80s, and 90s Man. and shit. Yeah. But we'll get them for y'all, though. Shit. We'll get somebody. I mean, yeah. here, here we go. They're growing up in the 2000s and shit and still have a struggle. Mm-hmm. There's somebody right now struggling today, and we feel like we've really progressed since you know those days, but people are still struggling with um, coming out and being who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think about those. I mean, I definitely think about my, you know, the hood I come from, and the the new juniors coming up through there because it's it's another element too. You still got the ones that's horrified to come out, and then you got the ones that are out but are just out there, like you know, damn near killing themselves because they have no direction mm-hmm. on. They find family in the streets. They find they find like the, family the, the in the, the streets. The motive of the gay community. That is the motive of the gay community, and hence and, and why they end up prostituting themselves yeah. and getting diseases and uh, killing and killing themselves. Deep. Man, this is true. Yeah. Oh, shit, man, we covered a lot. I thought we were gonna sure end did. up talking about some other stuff and then having an interview half and half. <laughs> but right. shit, I feel like we did. More than enough with this interview. We got a lot of information. It's important. Uh, very important information. Um, so, guys, uh, like always, um, like, share, follow on SoundCloud. <clears throat> Listen on to it iTunes, multiple times. Share, follow, <laughs> like. And also, please, we really need those reviews. Yes. Um, unless you're not going to give us five stars. If you're not yeah, going to give us five stars. Don't get your bitch ass <laughs> in there talking yo, <laughs> Don't be fucking up our fucking rating, man. I'll, that dude don't know how to white yeah, girl. Don't be, don't be a hater, please. <laughs> Y'all know about look, this show, man. Look, no. our, oh, man, this shit matters, man. We're trying to grow. Shit, yeah. We're trying to get sponsors and shit. Man, you see my car? We blowing up. <laughs> shit. <laughs> man, we trying to Thanks make, for having me, bro. Of course. Of course. It was, it was no really problem, fun. Man. Appreciate it. So... On that note, we are... Did I have anything else to say? Oh, oh, I did. So look, if you know anybody that has a, has a story that's just different... I know y'all got a gay uncle. Man. Everybody got a gay got man. uncle. If you got a gay daddy. Ooh, if you got a gay ooh, daddy. Did he come out? Did he yes. bring a family? Ooh. Call Maury. <laughs> I got a man. gay daddy. That's so, yeah. On that note, we out. Everything and everything you but it isn't that way, 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 way off in the distance and now I'm needing everything that I couldn't touch, cause I don't know.